0: Oh, what a beautiful day
1: Oh, what a beautiful morning Oh, what a beautiful day I got a beautiful feeling Everything's
2: going my way Well, hello again. This is Buck Benny speaking. Welcome to another episode of the Bing Crosby Show. I think you're in for a real treat and that it's uh, Jimmy Stewart. And he and Jimmy Stewart, they are some of the best shows of the Bing Crosby shows. They're just my favorites. I love these things. And I said before, I love how it changes over time, where originally it's like uh, Jimmy trying to find uh, love, and then eventually Jimmy gets married, and then it's... And then it's it, jimmy having kids and it just goes through uh this arc of jimmy's life that's um, a lot of fun and bing has fun with everything along the way so i hope you're really going to enjoy that as well the des moines tribune at the time says der bingle will engage in lighthearted pre-holiday season chatter with Stuart and join in a musical selection with miss arden that should be great
0: Chesterfields are on the move with something smokers all approve. Mildness plus no aftertaste, no unpleasant aftertaste. Sound off for Chesterfields. Sound off for Chesterfields. Try a pack of Chesterfields and do it today. Someone wave
3: for me. This is Ken Carpenter. Welcome you to the Bing Crosby Show for Chesterfield. Produced and transcribed in Hollywood with John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, Judd Collins with the Bears and Bing's guests, Jimmy Stewart and Tony Arden. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for our first broadcast in December, we present Chesterfield's Santa Claus, the one with the cellophane pack, Bing Crosby.
4: <laughs> Thank
3: you. Mm. Hey,
0: Ken, uh, I, I must compliment you on the very adroit way that you got in the product mention there.
3: Oh.
0: I, golly, I wish you hadn't brought Christmas up, though. What? What's mm. such a problem, Ken, trying to get gifts for people that they can use?
3: Yeah. Mm. Well, I'll tell you one thing, Bing. You won't have any trouble thinking of a gift for Bob Hope this year. I
0: should say I won't. I've already mailed him his carton of Chesterfield.
3: (laughs) The reason you won't have any trouble getting Bob a present this year is because he's completely remodeling his house. Yes, and it's
0: high time, too, I think. Big movie star like him with a big clabber girl baking powder sign painted clear across the front of it.
3: (laughs) He must be kidding, isn't he? You mean he's
0: digging up money to, to remodel his joint? That yeah. costs a lot of loot.
3: Bing, I drove by Bob's house the other day, and the whole place is torn up. Well, that could be just a scheme of his to get
0: his relatives out on the street. <laughs> Once you got them out, they're out.
3: <laughs> Bob is really excited about this new mans, and he's looking for a, a real fancy name to hang on the sign over his front gate. Oh,
0: how about Blubbering Heights?
2: <laughs> you do you think, no. Bill? Oh.
3: No, doesn't I move, think you know? it uh, should be something uh, more uh, really romantic and that's dignified, right. uh, descriptive, like uh, a rolling meadows mm-hmm. or Hope Hall, monologue or... monologue man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chesterfield cottage. Ah,
0: yes. Oh, I got a great name for Hope's house. What's that? How about offensive manner? <laughs>
4: huh?
0: <laughs> now, that's an, that's an effort, you know. Just i are just kicking around, don't thinking don't think out that's, loud. That's you don't not quite it. No. Well, you worry about it, Ken. i got to worry about the opening tune here. That's worry? <laughs> it's going to be worry for the audience. <laughs> I'm set. Over a bottle of wine Under a tropical sky a typical tropical atmosphere all his heart could hear was a sigh over a bottle of wine playing a tropical game, a typical tropical love affair Who oh, that tropic air was to blame They knew it was foolish to resist ay And so they kissed ay aye, aye never dreaming of tomorrow Over a bottle of wine Living the tropical life Proving how happy a man could be When he's on a spree with his wife A
3: tropical atmosphere All his heart could
0: hear Was a sigh Over a battle of wine Rendezvous Playing a tropical game for two A typical tropical love affair All oh, the tropic air was to play. They knew It was foolish to resist Aye, aye, aye And so they kissed Aye, aye, aye Never dreaming of tomorrow over a bottle of wine Living the tropical life Proving how happy a man could be When he's on a spree with his wife Living the tropical, typical, tropical
4: life
0: Mucho gusto y Thank you. Folks, you know, with Christmas coming up fast, I want to tell you about a wonderful guy who can solve maybe 90% of your shopping problems. He's your neighborhood Chesterfield dealer, and he carries a complete line of gifts for you and for your family. So drop in to see him. And while you're there, get a load of your dealer's display of Chesterfield Christmas card cartons. You know, that's the carton that combines your gift and your greeting in one.
3: The carton is your greeting card, and inside is your present, Chesterfield's. And that's the perfect present for any smoker, because Chesterfield gives smokers something new, something no other cigarette has. Chesterfield mildness, plus no unpleasant aftertaste. So this
0: Christmas, when you send your holiday greetings, send them by carton. Bright Christmas card cartons of Chesterfield. (laughs) At Christmas time and all the year It's Chesterfield that brings good cheer With mildness and a better taste And no unpleasant aftertaste Sound off For Chesterfield Sound off Chesterfield A Christmas card in of milder Chesterfield That's right! Domino, you're an angel that heaven has sent me. Domino, Domino, you're a devil designed to torment me. When your heart must know that I love you so, tell me why, tell me why. Why do you make me cry, Domino? Just one look in your eyes and I melt with desire Just a touch of your hands and I burst into fire And my whole world fills with music When I'm lost in your embrace but I know that you're fickle and I'm not misled Each attractive new face that you see turns your head And it scares me that tomorrow Someone else may take my place Domino, Domino Won't you tell me you'll never desert me Domino, Domino If you stay, I don't care how you hurt me Fate has made you so You can't change, I know You can't change, though you try But then neither can I, Domino Domino, Domino, I'll forgive anything that you do. Domino, Domino, nothing matters if I have you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to present here a charming lady who is one of the most talented young vocalists I believe that's come along in the popular field in many, many years. I want you to meet Miss Tony Arden. <laughs> uh huh. Tony, how about doing a number for the folks here?
5: Why, sure. What would you like to have me sing? Well, I
0: heard your new recording, that uh, song called "Once." Mm-hmm. Did you do that? Love to. John sisters, delightful lady with it. (laughs) Sings like a bird. That was nice, Tony. Really nice. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm very happy to present an old friend of mine, that very fine actor, Mr. Jimmy Stewart.
6: Thank you. Thank you, Bing. Well, Jim, how are Gloria and how are the twins? Oh, they're just fine, Bing. They're just fine. I'm a wreck. I'm a (laughs) wreck.
4: What's wrong?
6: Well, Ben, you remember a couple weeks ago You went Christmas shopping with me And we bought Gloria a present Remember (laughs) it
0: I'm glad that's over Well, it it isn't We gotta go again (laughs) Not we, not we, old boy I took you to that little French dress shop next door And I helped you select a beautiful petticoat What's what's Yeah, but I found out that Gloria has one exactly like it (laughs) You sure, Jimmy?
6: I'm absolutely sure Yes. The other morning I was peeking in the window I mean, I I
4: was... (laughs)
6: The, uh, the other morning, I was peeking in the window of the Bendix. Oh, of the Bendix. And I...
4: <laughs>
6: there it was.
0: Wow.
6: Well, I was just spinning around there, the same darn petticoat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is a blow. It's tough luck, Jim. But I tell you, all you got to do is just take the petticoat, you go back to Fifi's lingerie shop, and you exchange it for something else. Yeah, that's
6: just what I've been trying to do ever since 9 o'clock this morning.
0: Since 9 o'clock this morning?
6: Yeah, every time I start into Fifi's place, I lose my nerve and wind up in the drugstore next door.
0: (laughs) Jimmy, you've got to get a hold of yourself.
6: So far today, I've had 12 cups of Ovaltine and six bacon and tomato sandwiches. I was spoken to twice for loitering in the magazine counter. (laughs) That's funny. I was in the drugstore earlier today. Funny I didn't see you. Yeah, well, that might have been when the woman was
0: demonstrating the mud pack on me. (laughs) Oh, what you won't go through the stall I I noticed you were carrying a lot of bundles When you walked in here tonight, too
6: Yeah, well, one of those packages is the petticoat And the rest of the stuff I picked up in the (laughs) drugstore
0: You get any bargains?
6: Yes, yes I got a nice alarm clock And a canasta shuffler. Oh, I must get one of those (laughs) A mahjong set Mahjong set, huh? Half a bushel of assorted nuts (laughs) Hey, Tim, your Christmas shopping's about done. You know, Bing, I, I, I just think this whole mess I'm in, is, it's just fate. What are you getting at? I... Well, you know, when we talked about the gift originally, yeah. my whole idea was to get Gloria something that was daring, something intimate, you mm-hmm. know? Well, the, the, the petticoat, it, uh, the petticoat just doesn't cut the buck. LAUGHTER
0: Of, plenty of daring stuff Over there in Fifi's shop You had your chance yeah.
6: Same thing happened last year Last year I was going To give go Gloria a sweater A sweater?
4: Mm-hmm.
6: Last minute I got cold feet <laughs> What happened? I gave her yarn And knitting needles <laughs> <laughs> I bet she's been Needling you all year too, huh? Now this year It's going to be different What are you going to do? Well, when Gloria opens her present for Christmas this year, she's going
0: to get the shock of her life. Now wait a minute. No, take it sir. Easy, Jim. No, sir.
6: You're I'm, going your time I'm time through with this old-fashioned stuff. I'm going to take the bulb of the horn. That
0: a boy, Jim. Now you're working in there, Jim. I'm going
6: to take this petticoat right over to Fifi's Flores and flimsy shop, and you're going to exchange it for
0: something bewitching.
4: <laughs>
0: I'm in again, huh? Well, off we go. Here, Jim. Let me take some of those packages, huh?
6: Uh, here, you take the petticoat and the canasta shuffler. I can carry the alarm clock and the mahjong set and the assorted nuts. Huh?
0: Okay. Well, here's uh, here's Pippi's
6: place. After you, Jimmy. Eh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, ding. I I have an idea, Bing. You go and exchange the petticoat. I gotta drop into the drugstore. Oh, hmm. no, no, <laughs> you don't. No, I'll come back no, here. no. Look, look. There's a sign there. Special, nutcrackers, fifty-nine cents. <laughs>
0: Why ah, you get one later. Here we go. Here we go again at
6: Fifi's. Now, no stalling this time. You hear me, Jim? Yeah. Gosh, the minute I get inside here and I'll see all those things hanging around here. Everything goes black. <laughs> a lot of black things hanging around here. Golly, what will they think of next? <laughs> I don't know, but I hope I'm not with you when they do.
5: <laughs> ah, bonjour, gentlemen. Entrez, s'il vous plaît.
0: I'll bet this is Fifi.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it sure ain't Barry Fitzgerald. <laughs> now, no hemming and horn, Jim. Just tell the lady your problem. Uh,
5: may I help you, gentlemen?
0: Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> hey,
6: yes. Uh, I, I, I wonder if you could tell us how to get to Knott's Berry Farm. <laughs>
5: Next door
0: We know all about
6: them You know My my friend and I Were in here a couple weeks ago And we bought a fancy petticoat
5: Oh and you are back so soon You are the playboy From Texas Oh Oh
4: oh, oh.
6: (laughs) Oh. Oh, heck no No No, you see I, I bought a go from a wife, and, and oh, I.
5: Oh, you are married. Oh, that is too bad.
0: Why, uh, why is that?
5: I am not.
4: <laughs> oh,
7: but. but. Don't
0: look at me. I'm cooked too.
5: Ma, c'est la vie. Vraiment, <laughs> You see,
0: uh, My friend bought this petticoat here for his wife And she has one just like it So he wants to exchange it
5: Oh, then perhaps you would like a petticoat like this Very chic one I am wearing Look at this Voila!
6: Oh my gosh Would anyone care for an English walnut? (laughs)
0: There's a hole in that bag, Jim. Hold it up.
6: Miss, miss, I I don't want you to get the wrong idea about this thing. I'm married, and well, I I I thought I might get something more dazzling than a petticoat.
5: Oh, I see something antique. Well, step over here. I have so many attractive things. Ooh la la! Look at these. (laughs) Hey. I love. They are beautiful. And they come in pale blue, pink, and green. These aren't
0: bad, Jim. Just grab one. You can't go wrong with these.
5: And the lace is imported.
0: Got good rubber in them, too. <laughs>
5: We, 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 better go to something else <laughs> But, but, monsieur
6: Yeah, I, I, I think I just better get a nice pair of stockings
5: Stockings? What kind?
0: For the legs <laughs>
5: <laughs> Oh, you make the joke, too
0: We we. Jim, listen, you gotta go stronger than stockings Come on, live
5: Oh, I know what you can get for madame It is called the raperon. Chaperon. <laughs> 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 the
0: chaperon. <cap-a-rung, what>
5: is... <laughs> well, you see, it, it's an oversized towel that's shaped and fitted. I slip it on. See, it buttons on in a wink.
6: Now, uh, uh, what uh, uh, that uh, garment there? Now, what? Uh, what do you use that thing for?
5: <laughs> well, if the phone rings when Madame is in the bathtub, she can slip on one of these.
0: I usually slip on these so. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Well, here's something else that Madame might like. It's the very latest French bathing suit. Two pieces. Oh,
0: itsy-bitsy pieces, too.
5: (laughs) And look, it folds up and fits into this little gold locket.
6: (laughs) Oh, I never. (laughs) Look
0: at that.
5: You see, when Madame wears this bathing suit, she can also wear the little locket around her neck.
0: She better wear the locket or she get arrested.
5: <laughs> oh, you make another joke.
0: Joke nothing, I can hear the patrol wagon now.
5: <laughs> Would you gentlemen like me to model this bathing suit? I can slip it on if you like.
0: Come on, shove it back in the locket, here comes the cops.
5: <laughs> the cops? I
0: must have hit the button on my alarm clock. <laughs> Come on, Jim, now make up your mind I'm in a rush I gotta get back to work
5: Work? Oh, that is the trouble with you American men All you think about is business A Frenchman, he says Poof on business Poof on work A Frenchman says Poof on everything but love That is why all Frenchmen are so So, oh, what is the word? Poofed?
0: All right, Jim, now what'll it be? There are any number of things here. Yeah, you made up your mind?
6: Well, I've been thinking the whole thing over, and I think maybe the thing I ought to get is a nice pair of bloomers.
5: Bloomers? What is bloomers?
0: You wouldn't know.
4: But? Never
5: have you know Yes, sir? But bloomers, I do not understand. Well, you see. <laughs>
4: you see,
5: miss,
6: uh, 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 there's something like these things here, only they're about three feet longer.
5: <laughs> oh, you mean the slacks? Uh, they, they,
6: no. Bloomers? <laughs> no, they, they're sort of slip covers for girls. <laughs>
0: I, I don't think you know about bloomers, Fifi. They go back quite a ways.
6: Look at that girl coming out of the back room. <laughs> Holy Toledo.
5: Oh, that is Mimi, my model. And look, she is wearing the new French bathing suit and the little locket. Go on, Jim.
0: No, oh, no, wait for me. What about,
4: the,
6: what about the gift for Gloria? She's going to get the mahjong set. Oh, okay.
0: We sound off For Chesterfield You better give me A hand on this Jimmy Because we got A real great part for you Now I'll tell you when I'll just bring my hand down Just when you sure, come you, in you For use, your big, big uh, You all set? Okay here we go Oh, Chesterfields are riding high, I want to tell you the reason why, they're milder with a better taste, and no unpleasant aftertaste. Mildness plus, no aftertaste, mildness plus, no aftertaste, no unpleasant aftertaste in Chesterfield. That's right! Wherever you live, whatever you do, there's a Chesterfield dealer near to you, so get in the ball, get in the swing, just take a tip from Brother Bing, and sound off for Chesterfield. Sound off for Chesterfield. Try a pack of Chesterfields, do it! Good day.
4: Ah,
0: <laughs> oh, James, you handled that that magnificently. Seriously, folks, sound off for Chesterfield and get Chesterfield mildness plus no unpleasant aftertaste.
3: Over 1,500 tobacco growers say Chesterfields are milder And one of the world's most famous industrial research organizations reports Chesterfields leave no unpleasant aftertaste.
0: So try a pack of Chesterfields and do it today. Here's a new song, at least it's new to me, although I'm notoriously insular when it comes to popular ballads. This is from the new Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis picture. Has my heart felt a thrill like this Never before Never before Never before Has the whole world stood still like this As I gaze at the face, I simply
4: adore.
0: After today, when they speak about paradise, I'll smile and I'll say, I've been there once or twice. For this is that once in a lifetime The miracle of your kiss I've never loved like this Never before Yes, this is that once in a lifetime The
1: miracle of your kiss I've never loved
0: like this Never before Well, that's the closer for tonight, folks. My thanks to Tony Arden, Jimmy Stewart, and Viola Vaughn for joining in the festivities this evening.
6: Bing, I'm sorry I got you in all that trouble.
0: Boy, that was some bathing suit, wasn't it? Yeah, I only got as far as the locket.
6: <laughs> got to be quick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to be with you next week? Next week, Jim, we're having Alexa Smith and Bert Wheeler. We're going to do another old television movie. Hope to see you next week, folks. In the meantime, all you got to do is find out that what we tell you about Chesterfield is true, you see your dealer tomorrow and you sound off for Chesterfield.
3: The Bing Crosby Show presented by Chesterfield was produced and transcribed in Hollywood by Bill Morrow and Murdoch Mackenzie. Tune in next week and hear Bing and his guests, Alexis Smith and Burt Wheeler.
4: Transcribed. Ladies and gentlemen, the railroad
8: hour. And here comes our star studded show train. Tonight, the Association of American Railroads presents the delightful Viennese operetta Marinka, starring Gordon MacRae and his guest star Gladys Swarthout. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and our music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. Yes, tonight, another great musical success is brought to you by the American Railroads, the same railroads that bring you most of the food you eat, the clothes you wear, the fuel you burn, and all the other things you use in your daily life. Now, here is our star, Gordon McRae.
9: Thank you, Marvin Miller, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Perhaps no love story is as haunting or mysterious as the romance of Miley. Did it have a happy ending or a sad one? Well, sir, we'll find out in tonight's operetta, Marinka. I shall be Crown Prince Rudolf von Habsburg and lovely Gladys Swarthout,
1: the enchanting Marinka. Journey with me on the wings of a song Let every note float you along Down to a town where the citizens all Seem to be dreamily waltzing one touch of Vienna, a love song, maestro, please. Just for tonight, once again, make my heart beat, be an ease. While the sweet magic of waltz time, Never holds time. Tell everyone, love can be fun. In a Vienna song. Only one touch of Vienna, a last of my surprise. Just for tonight once again, make my heart beat Viennese. While the sweet magic of war's time tempers.
9: Let the presentation of the debutants continue. Very well, Prince Rudolph. Katharina Cecilia Berta von (laughs) Obergurgel. Enchant. Veronica Leontine von Bapp. Delighted. The Baroness Maria Vecera. Baroness Vechera. Your humble servant.
10: Your Imperial Highness.
9: His Majesty, the Emperor, is awaiting these young ladies in the garden. Well, then take them along, Lobkowitz. I wouldn't think of depriving my father of such delightful company. Ladies, I kiss your hat.
10: Oh. Oh. Ruby, I had to drop that handkerchief so I could come back.
9: Oh, Marinka. You're learning all the tricks of the ladies of the court. What has happened to the innocent little child I first saw at the opera?
10: How could you have seen me? You were asleep.
9: <laughs> oh, my darling, I I am never that much asleep. You were such a shy little thing.
10: I have changed, haven't I, Rudy?
9: Mm, yes, yes, my dear. I wonder if you know how much.
10: A great deal, Rudy.
5: A great deal.
7: You're charming me into confession. Lately I'm greatly concerned as my fate leads me on To my first indiscretion I should merely be content to be just what I was meant to be Just a girl who to think she offers. But to find you treating me, as if you like
1: meeting me, what is there to do but to reply? You might say, Yes, oh, I'm in heaven, not this where, where you can
4: reach me, me. In the way, they might
7: endeavor to dance. dance.
10: Your father
9: will be angry. Oh, we'll meet tomorrow, Marinka, at my hunting lodge, at Myerling. Bratfish, Bratfish! Here, your highness. Oh, Bratfish, is there no sign of her yet? Go to the door and see if there's a carriage in sight. Directly, Prince Rudolph. Your highness, the road is empty. Bratfish, there's nothing to worry about, really. She'll be here. Um... Your Highness. Yes, what is it?
0: Uh, how do you know when you smile and invite a young lady
9: in Ireland? Uh, how do you know she'll... Uh, <clears throat> smile back. Well, it's like baking a cake, Bradfish. All the ingredients must be exactly right. First of all,
1: you must see to it that, well... is right for it, skies are bright for it. First rendezvous. Not too hot for it, what a spot for it. First rendezvous. This is God the first time Simply try to please In the Viennese way Turn on the charm Daytime or night Love can become And yet delight Never alarm Never pursue Turn on the charm For your first rendezvous On the charm Let me suggest Walk arm and arm Hope for the best Sir or madam, Here's what you do Turn on the charm your first
9: rendezvous. Oh, Bratfish, I'm in love. I'm a double prisoner to the throne and to the lovely Marinka. I haven't given a thought to politics for months. Bratfish, tell me, what do you hear in the streets? The people are angry with your father. A revolt is brewing. Oh, no.
0: The people know that you understand them, Your Highness. They
9: think... That... Wait, I hear a carriage. But that must be Marinka. Then I'll leave you alone, Your Highness. You are late, Marinka. Does it please you to torture me this way?
10: I came here as quickly as I could, even though... Yes? Oh, I did toy with the thought of making you wait. Oh so that you'd know how I feel when you keep me waiting.
7: Each time I'm early and you're late again I thought sort of hate my fate again And yet I always wait again Wonder if you know why From that last moment of our last good night that I, not you, must face the time. I knew I'd suffer, and my darling, I was right. You're the
9: What is it, my Marinka?
10: Before I left the city to come to Myrling, I. What is it?
9: What happened?
10: I received a message from the Emperor, Rudy. No. He wishes to see me tomorrow.
9: My my father has sent for you.
10: Rudy, is he going to separate us?
9: Oh, my sweet, no matter what happens, I won't leave you, because my heart is singing the same song as yours. So. Oh! No matter what happens tomorrow, no matter what my father says to you, Marinka, promise, promise you won't leave me.
10: I promise.
11: Baroness Vechera, the Empire needs Rudolph, who will rule after us. Give him back to his country.
10: But, Your Majesty, I'm not... Rudolf
11: has told me that he would abdicate rather than give up Marinka. Ah, no. I have made sacrifices. Rudolf must make his. You must make yours for the Empire. Uh,
10: Your Majesty, I will give him up. Good. If...
11: If... if What?
10: If you will make use of Rudolf's talents. If you will take time to listen to him. Include him in your councils of state.
11: Just nothing for yourself...
10: Only uh, that your majesty will let me say goodbye to him.
11: We have your word that it is goodbye. Yes, your majesty.
10: Rudy, please. I promised your father.
9: But what did you promise me, Admiring?
10: Oh, Rudy, darling, listen to me. The Emperor said he would include you in his council and listen to your ideas. Your people are looking to you for help.
9: So, the prince must forget he is a man. Rudy. No more whispered meetings in the moonlight. No more kisses in the Vienna woods. No more waltzes.
10: The memory of waltzes.
8: To the second act of Marinka in just a moment. During this half hour, the freight trains will do a job equal to hauling more than a million tons of freight a mile every minute. And the railroad's ability to do that kind of job swiftly, safely, and economically, day in and day out, is essential to our peacetime productiveness and absolutely vital to our nation's defense. That's why it's so important to you that America's railroads have the chance to make the earnings they need to stay strong and healthy. But the earnings of American railroads are not adequate. Why? Because in the past dozen years, the rates railroads are permitted to charge... ...have lagged far behind the increases in the wages, prices, and taxes they must pay. And the narrowing margin between railroad income and outgo... ...has been pinching the railroads... ...at a time when it has been necessary for them to spend over a billion dollars a year... ...to expand their carrying capacity... ...and improve their efficiency as much and as quickly as possible in order to meet the needs of commerce and the demands of national defense. Now, that program must be continued if America, in these critical times, is to have the transportation it needs for our expanding mobilization. But the railroads cannot attract the capital needed for their improvement program unless they are granted rates which are more nearly in line with the prices they must pay for everything they need. Only in this way can the railroads keep fit to do their job. The job of moving more tons of freight, more miles at a lower average charge than any other form of general public transportation in the world. Here is Act Two of the Lawrence and Lee version of Marinka, starring Gordon MacRae as Prince Rudolph and Gladys Swarthout as the woman he loves.
10: Baroness, your servant. What brings you to Budapest? How is dear Vienna? And Rudolf, is he well? One question at a time, dear lady. I'm here on matters of politics,
9: Vienna is wearing a new snowfall, and the prince is the happiest man in the dual monarchy.
10: Oh, Rudolf. Oh, my darling. When I got the message to meet the train, I had no idea...
9: Radfish, call us a cab.
10: The new one on the corner. The driver's name is Papa. Papa.
9: Is he discreet? Oh,
10: very. Even the horse looks the other way. <laughs>
1: then that's the one for us on a night like this. Softly the night, wind warm, when the light wind sings of romance with such appeal. Handsome hussars out, put their cigars out, reach for a peppermint pastille. Sweethearts kiss, the hour has come, cabs are at a premium. Trending that I
7: a cushion to match where your words of love will not embarrass
1: for the horse with several years in paris <laughs> we'll ride around the ring and the park we'll sing until we waken the lark and the dawn grows rosy, you'll be all so cozy If you stop and you hop in or drop in our flop Into father's new I
4: know where there's a cab we could catch
1: Three hearts and little persons to match We have bright new covers made from cretonne, And the jump seat's nice to put your feet on Lie back, oh how relaxing it feels. Lie back, it's like a diver on wheels. Perfect follow-up to a champagne supper is to stop and to hop in or drop in or flop into Papa's
4: new cab.
10: darling, does the emperor know you've left Vienna?
9: He doesn't care where I go or what I say.
10: But he promised me.
9: He's broken his promise.
10: Oh, my darling, I'm almost glad the emperor couldn't keep his word, because I've been losing the strength to keep mine.
9: You know, I was afraid you might find someone else here in Budapest.
10: How could I? I've been so terribly lonely, as lonely as I am happy at this moment.
7: gaze upon a truly happy girl. I'm that rare phenomenon, a truly happy girl. Gone are the clouds above me since you give me
10: If it could only remain this way for just a little while, with nothing to disturb us.
9: Can there ever be peace, my sweet, for a prince who does not wish to rule an empire? Prince Rudolph. Well, what news, Bratfisch? I have made contact with the Hungarian party. They must know, sir. Have you reached a decision? I have. Tell them, Bratfisch, that I cannot participate in the revolt myself. But my sympathies are all with my people. I will tell them, Your Highness. Wait at Meierling. You will receive word when Vienna is prepared to receive you. God speed you, my old friend.
10: Oh, Rudy, it could not last. You'll have to go away again, won't you?
9: For just a little while, Marinka. Go to Vienna and I'll send for you. There is both hope and possible tragedy in the days ahead. Are you willing to share it with me, no matter what it is?
10: Oh, yes. Yes, good
1: doctor. One last love song.
9: And wait for me in Vienna.
10: Rudy, Rudy, open the door.
9: Marinka, what are you doing at Miley?
10: Oh, Rudy, it was terrible. They walked into a trap. What? Bradfish has been taken prisoner. The revolt has failed. Oh, no. The emperor is on his way to arrest you.
9: Then once more, once more, I am alone.
10: No, Rudy. As long as I live, you can never be alone. Oh,
9: Marink. My beloved.
11: Rudolph, you are a threefold rebel. As an officer against your emperor... As crown prince against our constitution, as a son against your father. I await your majesty's decision.
10: And I shall share his fate, whatever it is. Very well.
11: There's only one sentence for high treason. You know what that is?
9: Yes, yes, I know.
11: I must condemn my son to death. I, I, I you therefore declare you dead, both of you, uh, since you wish it that way. You're no longer living. Now we'll uh, get yourselves married. Leave the Empire. Go anywhere in the wide world you wish.
10: Oh, your majesty. I
11: shall have to concoct a story about you, which I shall probably bungle and leave a legend that'll make writers happy for generations. Father, I. Go! Now, while there's still a chance.
10: Long live your majesty. At the border?
9: Yes. Farewell, Austria. There's no returning this time.
10: It's a border to the past. And the future stretches ahead with no boundaries. I wonder. What?
9: If the story my father will give to history about us will be as wonderful and exciting as our love. Although we are disappearing from sight, perhaps we can give new dignity to all those who must sacrifice for love.
10: Where are we going, Rudy? I'm not sure
9: but wherever we wander my sweet we will carry in our hearts one
1: touch of Vienna Only one touch of Vienna a Love song my soul please Just for tonight once again
7: Make my heart beat the be Why One sweet, sweet magic moon say for any whole life. Tell everyone love can be fun.
9: Thank you, Gladys Swarthop, for your premier performance on the Railroad Hour. Thanks to Francis X. Bushman, Ted Osborne, Kurt Martell, and our entire company. Marinka, with music by Amrish Kalman, and book and lyrics by George Marion Jr., and Carl Farkas, was dramatized for the Railroad Hour by Lawrence and Lee. The Railroad Hour is brought to you each week at this time by the American Railroads. From its earliest beginning, America has found its greatest strength in its spiritual principles. We have always recognized the importance of religion in our personal and community life. And today, thoughtful Americans feel more strongly than ever the need to strengthen our religious institutions and to reawaken our devotion to the moral and spiritual values which are the foundation of our way of life. We reaffirm those values every time we attend our church or synagogue. Take someone to church this week, won't you? You'll both be better for it. And now here is the charming Gladys Swarthout.
4: Do you
10: suppose it's true, Gordon, that the Crown Prince and Marinka lived happily ever after? Well,
9: Gladys, if they did, they, they could be listening to this broadcast right now. Of course, they'd be in their 80s, but I'll bet they'd want to know what's on the show train next week. The Red Mill.
10: Such a wonderful score. Who gets locked in the mill, Gordon?
9: Reza Stevens, Gladys. And she has to sing her way out with an assist, of course, from Victor Herbert.
10: The Habsburgs and I will be listening.
9: Wonderful. Good night, Gladys. All aboard! Well, it looks as though we're ready to pull out, and so until next Monday night in the Red Mill, this is Gordon MacRae saying good night, everybody.
8: Gordon MacRae can be seen in Warner Brothers' Starlift. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and our music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. This is Marvin Miller saying goodbye until next week for the American Railroads. Now keep tuned for your Monday night of music on NBC. (laughs) Proceeding transcribed. Stay tuned for the Telephone Hour next on NBC.